The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilcom. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome into One and All. Thursday, June 1st, it's the Catholic Morning Show. I am John Leonetti, your host. We've got a great one, a full one here coming up. Deacon Randy Kuehl, uh, just around the corner here, going to talk about the first and or uh, second reading for this Sunday. Father P.J. McMahon is pastor of Christ the King on the south side of Des Moines is going to be uh, on for our Ask Father PJ segment. Uh, we're going to have uh, one of the hosts of Catholic Women Now here to talk about the 9 o'clock show this morning. And Nikki Bees is going to be on for Biking for Babies. Uh, this is a really cool event that um, we like to highlight here on Iowa Catholic Radio and do so every time they have it. Uh, of course, we love saving babies and raising money for just a, a great cause here. Um, the national ride is going to be July 9th to the 16th, and we'll have, um, we'll have all the details details for it in the second half hour. It's always interesting to me uh, how this thing continues to grow. We'll have Matt Wilcom in for your news, Mark Amadeo with your sports, Jimmy with your weather, your saint of the day. Let's do it. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt Welcome now for your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by the Catholic Tuition Organization, helping to make Catholic education more affordable. The bottom line is it's for the kids. For more information, visit ctoiowa.org. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom. A divided U.S. House of Representatives passed a bill to suspend the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling on Wednesday with majority support from both de- Democrats and Republicans to avoid a catastrophic default. The Senate must now enact the measure and get it to President Joe Biden's desk before before a Monday deadline when the federal government is expected to run out of money to pay its bills. The legislation suspends the federal government's borrowing limit through January 1, 2025. It would also cap some government spending over the next two years, speed up the permitting process for certain energy projects, claw back unused COVID-19 funds, and expand worker requirements for food aid programs to additional recipients. A priest of the Archdiocese of Camagüey in Cuba said the 64 years that have elapsed since Fidel Castro seized power in 1959, quote, is more than enough time to realize that the project called the Cuban Revolution didn't work because it didn't bring progress, nor did it achieve its ideal of the new man. In a May 26 post on Facebook, Father Alberto Reyes pointed out that during these decades, what has happened in Cuba is a precariousness of life and an increase in the desire to escape. Cuba leads the poverty index in Latin America, which, with approximately 72% of its population below the extreme poverty line established by the World Bank at a daily income of less than $1.90. As some residents of an Iowa apartment building that partially collapsed remained unaccounted for on Wednesday, officials in the city of Davenport say they were able to rescue several pets from a safer area of the six-story building. The city filed a new enforcement action against building owner Andrew Wold, saying that he had failed to maintain the property in a safe, sanitary, and structurally sound condition before the collapse. It's unclear what caused the Sunday afternoon collapse, which left a gaping hole in the center of what was once the Davenport 
Hotel, a building listed in the National Register of Historic Places in 1983. And now for your sports update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Thursday morning, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, Midwest teams that were in action on Wednesday. In interleague play in Chicago, the Tampa Bay Rays defeated the Chicago Cubs by the score of 4-3. to three. And in Toronto, it was the Milwaukee Brewers defeating the Toronto Blue Jays by the score of 4-2. to two. In the American League, the Minnesota Twins pick up a road win in Houston as the Twins defeated the Houston Astros by the score of 8-2. to two. And in Chicago, the Los Angeles Angels defeated the Chicago White Sox by the score of 12-5. to five. The Kansas City Royals and St. Louis Cardinals have Wednesday and Thursday off due to a scheduling quirk. Yesterday, AAA baseball, the Iowa Cubs completed a doubleheader against the Columbus Clippers, the AAA affiliate of the Cleveland Guardians. In game one, it was Columbus defeating the Iowa Cubs by a score of 4-2. to two. And in the uh, late game, the I-Cubs shutting out Columbus by the score of 9 to nothing. Today, game three of their six-game series, Columbus at the Iowa Cubs. First pitch at noon today at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. And tonight, it's game one of the NBA Finals. The Miami Heat at the Denver Nuggets. They'll tip off at 7.30. The game will be televised on ABC from Denver, Colorado. It is a best-of-seven series with game two Sunday night in Denver. And with your Thursday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun facts. On this day in 1813, Captain James Lawrence utters the Navy motto, Don't give up the ship. Mm, that's kind of cool. He was captaining the Chesapeake during the War of 1812, and the British were bearing down on them. Yeah. A couple of different ways that he was allegedly saying this. He said, either don't give up the ship, fight her till she sinks, or tell the men to fire faster. Don't give up the ship. Mm. There you go. Since it was raining this morning, I thought, yeah. well, it was just, you know. It's appropriate. It's, it's I don't know, the way that it, it was it was raining earlier, I thought, well, maybe I'm going to have to get a boat instead to get, <laughs> get, get to the studio. It was, yeah, it was coming, coming down, down pretty It was pretty definitely hard. coming down pretty hard, but uh, you should be clearing out a little bit, right, Jimmy? Just don't hit the iceberg. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We're not that far the north. The answer is... No. Oh, I thought it was going to clear out a little bit later. <laughs> well, no, because the principal charity classic's in town, oh, so it's going to yes, rain. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's either going to be very hot or it's going to be very wet. You have one or two options. Yep. It's like the Drake relays. You have one or two options. <laughs> All right. Well, lay it on us. Oh, scattered showers of thunderstorms today, mostly cloudy, high in the mid-80s. Then tonight, more showers of thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, at over and low in the mid-60s. And then again, wrapping up the work week, showers of thunderstorms, mostly sunny, a high around 90 and and then Saturday, showers and thunderstorms, and mostly sunny, a high around 90. So, you know, a little bit of sun, a little bit of clouds, a little bit of rain. Yeah. A little, little bit, bit of heat. A little bit of everything. You, Yeah, pretty much. There you go. All right. <laughs> it is 67 at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios in Oskaloosa, 66 in Creston and Marshalltown, and 68 in Fairfield. And the Men Up West Power Lunch is Friday, June 9th at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines with Father Daniel. He will share his journey to priesthood from Ghana to the U.S. and Des Moines. Lunch is provided by uh, Chick-fil-A, or you can bring your own. You can register right now at iowacatholicradio.com. That is your uh, soggy forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Don't some, give up the forecast. We've been getting some pretty good numbers, haven't we, for those man-up luncheons? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we're getting, you know, four, you know, 
40, 50, 50, 40, 50 guys. That's good. Yeah, 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 that's what I was thinking. So that's, that's it's kind of back up to what it was. Well, that's good for it. Yeah, because I mean it kind of died away a little bit. Well, everything of, uh, did. COVID. So, yeah, yeah, but then uh, you. Came, came back because of me. Yeah, and it was, then, it was uh, John's fault. Yeah. He, he went and had he went and had ate bat for lunch and just went. You know, I thought you were going to say like he came and ate all the Chick Fil A. Well, he did that too. No, that's you, Matt. You come and eat all the yeah. Chick Fil A. Matt, you take it home, don't you? I like it. Matt's, Will not deny. Matt's taking. Matt's I am a fan. Dinner, man. I love it. All right, let's go to Deacon uh, 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 Randy Keel right now. <laughs> My mind is everywhere. Deacon Randy, hello, sir. There you go. It's me. It's you. you it's Deacon Randy. Uh, all right. It's the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity this Sunday. Uh, please don't fall into heresy, Deacon. Okay, please. When you're preaching, uh, absolutely not, John. That's that's a <laughs> that's a convicting prayer for my soul. It's a, it's an easy one too, though. I have to say, you know, the joke is always, you know, this this is the one that um, I, I heard a priest tell me. This is the one he all, this weekend he always gives to his deacons because he he's afraid he's going to fall into heresy because it's so you know you got to tread so such a, a a thin line here when it comes to the Holy Trinity because it's it's a very deep mystery in our faith. It. It's very deep, and look what you just said. It's a very deep mystery of our faith. Mm. Faith, I, I love this. What I'm going to say here sounds so simple. Faith isn't proof. And sometimes in our, maybe in our apologetic aspiration, we look for proof rather than living in faith. Mm. And I look at what Moses went through in our first reading from Exodus, he went through a faith construct with the Lord after he came down from the Mount Sinai, and he stood, and the Lord stood with him, and the Lord, for the first time, announced to the people his name. I am Lord. It wasn't just Yahweh. It wasn't just, I am. I am Lord. And he says, Lord, Lord, I am the Lord of merciful and gracious God, slow to anger, rich in kindness and faithfulness. And then Moses at once bound down the ground and said, if you, find, if you find favor with me, Lord, come along with me and these people. If you have faith in me, and God already proclaimed, I am a God of faith. Faithful, fidelity. I am a God of faith. I'm not a God of proof. I will demonstrate myself. I will show myself. I will prepare the earth for my altar. But I'm a God of faith, not a God of proof. And so the Feast of the Holy Trinity, the Solemnity of the Holy Trinity, uh, a creed of faith, which is the whole picture of Christianity, hmm. is a creed of faith. I had one time, after a homily one time, John, a uh, person uh, wrote to me and said, you know, I just can't believe what you said. But it was, it was like, wow, I can't believe what you said. It was a challenge. Yeah. And, and I spoke back, it's, it's, it's all a matter of faith. This is, this is the faith of our church, and it is not only hard to believe, it's miraculous to believe. It is a gift to believe, and we're called to surrender ourselves over to that gift, just as Moses surrendered himself over to the privilege of being right there next to the Lord, who decided at his will to stand next to Moses. Lord, may we receive the presence of you standing next to us today, and may we walk in faith with you, filled with person of your Holy Spirit, of you, Jesus Christ, of you, God the Father. Yeah. 
What what a weekend to be able to practice it, friends, and the solemnity of the most holy Trinity. This is a big feast, and in, in the uh, in the life of the church, and uh, and as you know, we were uh, saying before. I mean, it's 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 one that goes deep, but it is one by faith that we hold. And there's certainly great theologians and and, and great things to learn about it. You know, it and 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 uh, I know I have uh, and love drawing from it. But um, it's a it's a big one. So Deacon Deacon Randy Keel, would you give us your blessing, Deacon? And I pray for a blessing, Almighty God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, to stand alongside us, dwell within us, that we would become the altar of your sacrifice in all that you offer for us in this day that we live. In your name, amen. By the way, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Are you on a retreat? No. Oh, I heard bells in the background, church bells. Oh, you know, it's 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 my clock right behind Ah, me. there you go. <laughs> oh, man, I thought you were living in the cathedral or something like that. So. No, no, no. I have uh, the fortunate heritage of a very old family heirloom that's on the wall right behind me. Nice. <laughs> very good. Well, it sounded like you were at uh, St. Peter's in, uh, in Rome, so it sounds oh, good beautiful. to me. beautiful. <laughs> Talk to you soon, Deacon. Thank you, John. Bye-bye. All right, friends, coming up right after this, Father PJ with your Ask Father PJ segment. We've got three questions that have come in from you for Father PJ. We'll have those for you when we come back. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Friends, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. Help connect listeners to Christ. Tell a friend about Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarah strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, joinserra.org. Thank you, Sarah, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to our business partner, Big Red Q Quick Print. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full-service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. BigRedQ-DesMoines.com. BigRedQ-DesMoines.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, I hope you have your tickets for July 15th. Walker Hayes presented by Fairway with the Iowa Catholic Radio Foundation. And, of course, all proceeds for this country music concert is going to be going to the Iowa Catholic Radio Foundation. Um, It's going to be at the Community Choice Union Convention Center Ballroom in Des Moines. And, uh, man, tickets are already going. Uh, I, I've got several friends that uh, are even outside of the faith that are coming to this. So it's it's really um, it's drawing people from all over. And these country music uh, concerts that uh, Iowa Catholic Radio Foundation does each summer are just becoming more and more of a hit. So make sure to mark your calendar July 15th. Go to iowacatholicradio.com. Celebrate country org as well um, to be able to get your tickets. All right, let's go to our next guest. He is Pastor of Christ the King on the south side of Des Moines, Father P.J. McManus. Good morning, Father. Good morning, John. All right, we're in June. It's a whole new month. Here's the first question for Father. It was a variation of a question. It was longer that had come into me. I, I kind of summarize it, probably not the best, but I think the person is really just wanting to know, how do we really know that the Bible is the true Word of God? So the authority of the Bible actually rests upon the authority of the Church. Mm. Um, and, and this is a somewhat counterintuitive claim, especially in a country that at least is historically Protestant, um, because uh, historically this is not the view that most Protestants take. But, but uh, from the perspective of the Catholic and the Orthodox Church's sort of historic Christianity and, and some of the... Uh, higher church or more more liturgical Protestant communities as well, um, the, the, they're going to affirm that the that the authority of the Scripture rests on the Church because the Church is the only competent authority to determine what the Scriptures are. So it's it's really really important to understand that in the early Church, like in those first two or four decades, there just there wasn't a Bible in the way that we would understand it now. There were pre-existing Jewish scriptures, and then, like, the things that we think of as the New Testament are being written, like, while it's going on. But it's not like the Church doesn't already exist. The Church exists as the Bible is being written, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so it requires an action of the Church in order for us to understand which texts are, are held to be sacred in this way. Um, and, and the Church is very careful about you know, making this kind of determination, um, not simply because uh, be, because there can be dispute about it, but um, but like what what it means to call the Bible the Word of God. I think the best um, the best kind of summary of this uh, really came out of Vatican II. Um, it's drawing on stuff that's much older, but but uh, but but essentially um, the the. The, the, the document on the Word of God, the Averbum, coming out of Vatican II, says that, you know, both the Bible and Christ are called the Word of God. Now, we clearly mean this differently for these two different things, because one is a text and one is a person. But if, if the faith is founded ultimately on Christ and not on text, then, um, then we need to look to him first to see, to see what this means. Well, Christ is called the Word of God. What do we mean by that? Christ is 
fully God and fully man. If the scriptures are then also God's word, then the scriptures need to be fully human and fully divine, just as he is. Hmm. And so the texts of the Bible, recognized by the church as divinely inspired, really are inspired by God. God really did perform a special action in the lives of those men that authored the sacred texts that is different than, like, if you or I sit down to write a letter or a book or uh, be a homily or something like that, like, something different is happening there than, uh, than, than, than happened when they wrote the Bible. Um, even if I feel inspired when I'm writing something, or even if somebody else reads it and, the, and it seems to speak to them, it's not the same thing as what happened when the Bible was written. And yet, and yet, the sacred authors of those texts, the human authors of those texts, are real human authors. Their real human abilities and um, non-abilities, their, um, their relative artistic gifts, their cultural context, the language they wrote in, all of that is part of, uh, is part of the essential character of the text. Um, but it requires the Church to be able to recognize which of those things is and isn't inspired in the strong sense. And the, and the test that was most often given in the early Church was whether or not they were suitable to be read in the liturgy. Well, you're giving us our spiritual workout this morning, Father. Very good. Man, going deep on us. I like it. Uh, this one's not so deep, and I thought this one was really fun that came in from a listener, a man. He says, Father PJ, what's your top three pilgrimage sites for me to visit in retirement? You know, this is a very timely question, because today I actually have a, a, a group leading on pilgrimage from Christ the King. Nice. So, um, so later this morning, a group is going to leave and head up to uh, the 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 Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in, um, uh, uh, in Wisconsin. Um, we, uh, I really tried to cultivate a, a kind of spirituality of pilgrimage here at the parish. So, um, so we've, we've made trips before to Our Lady of Good Hope. We've got stuff planned for the Shrine of St. Jude in Chicago. We've made several trips. All right, hang um, on. Hang on. I got yeah, to caveat this uh, for the listener. I know he's listening right now. We're going to take out the Holy Land, and we're going to take out Rome. All right, those are already because now we're just cheating. If we're going to uh, if we're going to go through, you got boom boom. Right well, there. if you if I mean I mean I mean if you want to go to the Holy Land, I hear the ship in the fall. It's supposed to be. Well, I think out. it's sold out, but there's a waiting list. Yes, with Iowa Catholic <laughs> Radio, there's no doubt. But all right, so we'll take out those two, Father. We'll make it more difficult on Father PJ here. How about that? You know, in terms of the places that I visited. Um, uh, Assisi is a very mm. moving place, but honestly, um, Padre Pio's uh, shrine at San Giovanni Rotondo uh, is one of the most spiritually impactful places that I've met, or that, that I've been to, rather. Um, uh, Mount Athos in Greece, the great, um, the great monastic island, is, is another um, very important place, especially for those into Eastern Christian spirituality. The The um, the monastery of St. Catherine at Sinai, mm. that is Holy Land adjacent, but you get where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but, there, but there are places right here. You know, I often tell people, during my years as a Dominican, I spent a lot of time living at the Shrine of St. Jude in Chicago. St. Jude's right arm, like St. Jude the Impossible, right, right, there. right arm is just hanging out there at 19th and South Ashland. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and I saw remarkable things happen every day. So you don't need to cross the ocean. Yeah. Um, in order in in order to visit a genuinely holy place, yeah, I'm gonna probably I'm gonna go with oh Guadalupe. Even though I haven't been there yet, I, I, I yep. feel like you got to go see Our Lady of Guadalupe um, there, in Mexico City. Uh, I, that's at the top for me, at least. Um, uh, top for me would probably be oh. 
I mean, I don't have, this is weird. I don't have much of a desire to go to Fatima. I, I have a desire to go to Lourdes, but I know, you know, oftentimes uh, people will um, sometimes couple the two together or, or you know, make, make a, a bunch of different uh, pilgrimages out of it. But yeah, I'd probably say that. I mean, you know, the, the, the hot sites, but yeah, Holy Land, if you haven't been to the Holy Land, listener, if you haven't been to Rome, uh, and of course, you can hit a CC right up there too. Those are going to be the those are going to be the the first two you got to take, I think. Right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. All right. Number three uh, comes in from a um, a friend. She says this. She says, "I've never had much of a devotion to Mary and the saints. I'm a convert to Catholicism, and I don't struggle with their place in the church. I think that's that's interesting." Important. She says, "But I yeah. do feel like I'm forcing a relationship with them." Father PJ, what's your advice? Um, I, I I think I know the thing that she's talking about. I mean, I, I haven't had this particular experience, but I've certainly had the experience of of feeling relationships being forced. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think it's really important. Think about think about them like in laws. Um, so so if you're going to be married to somebody, you have to find a way to relate to their family, mm. even if you don't especially like them. Or That's a great analogy. But <laughs> in common, yeah. And so and so I I you know you might say you know I don't I don't have a problem with the fact that this person is my husband's mother. Yeah. I just we don't really get on or something, right? Um, I, I, but you have to find a way to, to, to at least relate to them because mm. they are, in fact, your husband's mother. That's how I think about uh, about Mary and the Saints. I think it's worth putting in the time and the effort, and at least trying. My suspicion um, is that they simply haven't found the right saint to connect with yet. Sure. Um, I, 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 what the saints do for us uh, most often is they affect, they effect our affect. They touch the sort of emotional side of us. Oftentimes, the faith, especially like the contents, right, is um, is is presented as sort of a series of principles, and it's hard to get real excited about principles. Sure. Um, but people can really animate us. The person of the Lord Jesus should animate every Christian very deeply, most deeply. But I but I think having people closer to our time and our place, or people who share our interests or our accidents. Um, uh, Father Fabian and I were, were uh, the other day kind of plotting out our um, our, our radio shows for, for the summer um, because we both have some travel plans, so we have to get stuff together ahead, you know? And um, and we came upon the feast day of um, St. Camillus de Lallis, who's later in July. And, uh, and Cam- Camillus was known for being very tall. Now, I'm not very tall. Um, I'm very short. But I connect very well with short things because I know something of what it's like to, like, struggle with height and have to be always looking over people's shoulders and getting noticed and that kind of thing, right? Um, I, I think he's a great patron for tall people. If I had a tall person who, who was struggling with saints, I'd say, go talk to St. Hmm. Um But, like, but those, those sort of accidents, it's not that different than with, you know, uh, sports heroes or inspiring, uh, inspiring characters in other parts of life or whatever, like, we, we, we have a felt need to connect with other people, sure. and this felt need to connect with other people in the church um, is meant to draw us closer to Jesus. Yeah, I, I, that's really that's really neat. I, I like that analogy. You've got to find a way to relate, and it's not enough just for me to recognize that Sheila, my, my um, uh, mother-in-law, is the, the mother of Teresa. I, I think 
you know, I, I want to I want to try, as you said, to have a relationship with her. And I do. Uh, and so you have, to learn, you have to learn to love her and yeah. that, that fundamentally. Now, that love might not look the way you'd always imagined your relationship with your mother-in-law would look or something. Sure. Right. Sure. But, you, but you have to find a way to do it. Um, and, and, and I think when you when you work, it, my experience has certainly been um, it's not that I've never met somebody I didn't ultimately like. But my experience has certainly been that if if you try consistently, almost always you can find a way to relate to the person. Yeah, I think um, exactly and they'll find right. a way to relate to you. But sometimes it comes in unexpected ways or, or by unexpected means. You are, you're not going on the pilgrimage with Christ the King, are you? No, okay. not not this one. I'm. Uh, I no. I my my uh, my DRE is getting married this weekend, so I had a prior engagement. There you go. There you go. Well, he's Father PJ. Busy weekend. Uh, anything on the Most Holy Trinity this weekend? I, I told uh, Deacon Randy. Uh, you know, a joke from uh, a priest that told me last week, he, he gives uh, all these uh, these solemnities, these these hard feast days to his deacons to preach. So I have a feeling you're going to take this one, though. I'm not, actually. No! I've preached, I've preached the last three. Um, yeah. So uh, so Father Nick is taking this one. Okay. The deacons have Father's Day. Ah. Um, but uh, but it, here's what I would say. is, is Trinity Sunday is notorious. Um, preachers of all denominations that keep it always complain about it. What is there to say? Um, if you don't have anything to say about the Trinity, I'm not really sure you should be preaching, <laughs> <laughs> like ever. Yeah. So, so that's that's kind of the first order thing. Here's what I would say: This is a good spiritual exercise for anybody listening. So, the text of the Mass for Trinity Sunday, um, for a large portion of the Church's history, were the only text or the ordinary text, the default text for every Mass that didn't have a special feast attached to it. So those prayers are, in some ways, are probably the most recited prayers in the history of the Mass. Um, and, uh, and, and, and they are worth looking at, because yeah. the language is very particular, and because it really does summarize over and over and over again the distinct thing that Christians say about God. And if that, um, like, if you find that boring or confusing or otherwise bothersome, um, you might want to consider where you're at. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a deep one uh, this Sunday uh, for the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. Father P.J. McManus, we'll talk to you soon, Father. Thank you today. You, Johnny. Have a good one. All right. Good stuff, friends. Thanks. Love this segment. Love it. All right. Coming up, second half hour, uh, Nikki Bees is going to be on for the National Ride uh, of Biking for Babies. That's taking place next month, but we're going to give you all the details to how you can support it this month. When we come back, John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Father Andrew, right now with today's Gospel and Reflection. June 1, the Memorial of St. Justin. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, get up, Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see Jesus told him, Go your way, your faith has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. 
Interestingly, Bartimaeus knows enough about Jesus to call him by name and identify him as a son of David. By persevering in his call to Jesus, Bartimaeus proves a good role model for anyone who struggles with prayer. His reaction to Jesus' cure and command to go his way is most appropriate. He follows the Lord because Jesus' way has become his way. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally since 2012 and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers. Confluence Brewing Company, 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Edible Arrangements, for their support, offering fruit bouquets and gourmet dip chocolate treats. On the go or have it delivered for that special occasion, ediblearrangements.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You know, I love quotes from saints. You, uh, you like a, a good quote from a saint? I've just always, I've always been a guy that um, I can't, I can't. I mean, maybe the last six, six years now, I have been reflecting on a quote from a saint each week. Um, and just something that I, I pull and um, in addition to my, my uh, scripture uh, meditations and in addition to my spiritual reading, there's just always something. So I've got, if you were to look at my library at home, I've got library. When I say library, I've got like three shelves of books. But my, uh, my library at home, you would see probably about four or five books on there that are just filled with different quotes from saints. You know, and they've always, some have gotten me through tough times. Others I just like to, to meditate on. Here's a good one. From St. Maximilian Colby. And I think this is true today. Listen, he says, the most deadly poison of our times is indifference. And this happens, although the praise of God should know no limits. Let us strive, therefore, to praise him to the greatest extent of our powers. Just a good little reflection this morning for us. Are we indifferent to God, to the gospel, in our relationships today, in our conversations and the way in which we conduct our lives, are we living, in a, and we are living, but are we personally living with a sort of indifference to the gospel? The Lord asks us to wake up, I think, in this, and that everything be attuned to our Lord. All right, let's go to Deacon Tony for our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt. Welcome now with your news. 
Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by the Catholic Tuition Organization, helping to make Catholic education more affordable. The bottom line is it's for the kids. For more information, visit ctoiowa.org. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom. A divided U.S. House of Representatives passed a bill to suspend the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling on Wednesday with majority support from both Democrats and Republicans to avoid a catastrophic default. The Senate must now enact the measure and get it to President Joe Biden's desk before a Monday deadline when the federal government is expected to run out of money to pay its bills. The legislation suspends the federal government's borrowing limit through January 1, 2025. It would also cap some government spending over the next two years, speed up the permitting process for certain energy projects, claw back unused COVID-19 funds, and expand work requirements for food aid programs to additional recipients. Pope Francis's prayer intention for the month of June is for the abolition of torture. In a video released Tuesday, the Holy Father questions how it is possible that the human capacity for cruelty is so huge. The Pope reminded the faithful that this is not something new. He urged everyone to think of how Jesus himself was tortured and crucified. As some residents of an Iowa apartment building that partially collapsed remained unaccounted for on Wednesday, officials in the city of Davenport say they were able to rescue several pets from a safer area of the six-story building. The city filed a new enforcement action against building owner Andrew Wold, saying that he had failed to maintain the property in a safe, sanitary, and structurally sound condition before the collapse. It's unclear what caused the Sunday afternoon collapse, which left a gaping hole in the center of what was once the, da- the Davenport Port Hotel, a building listed in the National Register of Historic Places in 1983. Did uh, did anyone die in that? I think it's uh, they're, they're still looking for, for for folks, so I think there there's a possibility that okay. that yeah. So we keep that situation in our, in our prayers. I couldn't believe it when I saw it, and I was out of the out of the state when I saw it on the news. It was it came through just randomly in a hotel lobby, and I had to stop. I was like, what? Well, what I thought was so uh, incredible, not 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 in a good way, is yeah. that the city was set to, you know, tear down the rest of the building, basically the next day. Really, and then you know, all of a sudden, people's relatives who were not uh, still unaccounted for said, "Hey, wait, 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 hold up here, we, we we've got we've got people that are missing." Wow! And so they the city backed off of that plan. Oof! But Oof! Anyway, scary. Yeah. And now for your sports update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Thursday morning, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, Midwest teams that were in action on Wednesday. In interleague play in Chicago, the Tampa Bay Rays defeated the Chicago Cubs by the score of 4-3. to three. And in Toronto, it was the Milwaukee Brewers defeating the Toronto Blue Jays by the score of 4-2. to two. In the American League, the Minnesota Twins pick up a road win in Houston as the Twins defeated the Houston Astros by the score of 8-2. And in Chicago, the Los Angeles Angels defeated the Chicago White Sox by the score of 12-5. The Kansas City Royals and St. Louis Cardinals have Wednesday and Thursday off due to a scheduling quirk. Yesterday, AAA baseball, the Iowa Cubs completed a doubleheader against the Columbus Clippers, the AAA affiliate of the Cleveland Guardians. In game one, it was Columbus defeating the Iowa Cubs by a score of 4-2. to two. And in the uh, late game, the I-Cubs shutting out Columbus by the score of 9 to nothing. Today, game three of their six-game series, Columbus at the Iowa Cubs. First pitch at noon today at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. 
And tonight it's game one of the NBA Finals. The Miami Heat at the Denver Nuggets. They'll tip off at 7.30. The game will be televised on ABC from Denver, Colorado. It is a best of seven series with game two Sunday night in Denver. And with your Thursday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact. When we were young, many of us often heard, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. On National Say Something Nice Day, Mm. we have an opportunity to make June 1st extra pleasant for everyone. The purpose of this holiday is to counteract bullying and the lack of civility and common courtesy that is growing among people in today's world. However, hopefully the practice of saying something nice today will continue into all tomorrows. Jimmy, you're a good man. John, I really like that shirt. Thank you. I appreciate it. Really snazzy. Jimmy, wow, your hair looks good. Jimmy, your beard is nicely. Matt just said if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. So I'm just, you know, practicing. Uh, I'm practicing right there. I'm just. So I'm saying nothing. He's saying nothing at all. There it is. You got to start somewhere, right? There it is. (laughs) Jimmy, great weather out there. Is that a compliment for him? If he were responsible for the weather. Rain. Yeah, rain. Exactly. (laughs) Jimmy's tears. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Scattered showers and thunderstorms today. Mostly cloudy. A high in the mid-80s tonight. More showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy. Overnight low in the mid-60s. Then uh, wrapping up the uh, work week with more showers and thunderstorms. Mostly sunny. A high around 90. And it looks the exact same for Saturday as we get the weekend underway. Showers and thunderstorms. Mostly sunny. And a high again around 90. 67 at the Iowa Catholic Radio. Studios in Oskaloosa, 66 in Creston and Marshalltown, and 67 in Oskaloosa. And the Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, June 9th at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines. Father Daniel will share his journey to the priesthood from Ghana to the U.S. and Des Moines. Lunch provided by Chick-fil-A, or you are welcome to bring your own. You can register right now at iowacatholicradio.com. That is your... Say something nice forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Can I get a little bit more practice in here? Yeah. John, that interview with Father PJ was excellent. Good. Thank you. Fantastic job. Uh, uh, John, those headphones fit your head so well. Oh, wow. (laughs) Just keep going, guys. Jimmy, you read well. (laughs) All right. Deacon Tony, I love the way that you lead prayer. Yes. Yeah. See, there we go. I don't know. John, you smell like roses. Say something nice, Day. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I appreciate it. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's saint wrote one of the earliest defenses of the Eucharist in the first century after Christ's death. He's a big one in the early church. Saint Justin Martyr. He was born into a pagan family in Judea and considered himself a Gentile. He studied philosophy his whole life, particularly the school of Plato before coming to the conclusion that Christianity offered more answers to the fundamental questions of the world than philosophy. So, Justin converted to Catholicism and continued to pursue knowledge and understanding of the world. Justin became a great apologist and defended the faith against many misunderstandings and attacks. Two of his works survive today, one addressed to the Roman Emperor and one to the Roman Senate. For his staunch defense of the Catholic faith, Justin was beheaded in 165 A.D. Again, he was monumental, friends, in the early church. And today we celebrate him. St. Justin Martyr, pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Catholic women now.
Am I speaking to Julie or Chris? Chris. Chris, good morning. this morning. Good morning yeah. to you. What do we got coming up on the show at 9 o'clock? You know what? We've got another beautiful local Catholic woman, and it's going to be Mary Beth Geezer. She is a mom, a wife, um, and she's got an amazing story about how she, from the time she was 12, has had to continually surrender and learn um, what does that mean in your life. And when you surrender to God, things are always better, mm. believe it or not. Yeah, trust, right? I mean, who? Mm-hmm. And, and it's a good good practice to uh, to have at all times, but, you know, maybe to increase a little bit during this uh, month of the most sacred heart of Jesus, to trust in his mm-hmm. most sacred heart, right? Oh, John. That's a great, that's a good one. I'm going to remember that. You remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got it from the, uh, the the church, the Catholic Church. You've probably heard of it. <laughs> but uh, it's always it's always good for me to uh, to remember. And yes, and, and remember, friends, June is the, it, it's a solemnity, yes, of the most uh, uh, sacred heart of Jesus. But it's also uh, an entire month that we celebrate and give it over to him. So um, listen today, Catholic Women Now, 9 o'clock, to help better trust in our Lord Jesus And always, Chris Magruder. Have a good one. God bless you, John. All right, friends. Catholic, uh, uh, the the Catholic Morning Show, but Catholic Women Now is is just a a show that's been on for a long time. And I know it's got a a nice, a nice following here. It has for for quite some time. If you're new to any of our local shows here in Iowa Catholic Radio, uh, head on over to our website at iowacatholicradio.com. You can click through and see all the different local shows and maybe try a new one out that you haven't listened to in a while. Or maybe you're new to the station here. We're always picking up new listeners with all the uh, different um, uh, stations that are coming into the fold here. So make sure to check out all of our local shows. We have uh, the most, by our count, at least right now, the most uh, local shows of any Catholic radio station uh, any uh, community Catholic radio station, so not uh, a national Catholic radio show, but uh, the most of any of them. So we really pour into the um, the local talent here. And and I, I will say it's not just quantity, it's quality. Great shows. Great shows. All right, when we come back, Nikki Bees is going to be on to talk about biking for babies. We love to highlight this event this year, uh, each year. The National Ride is next month, but there's ways for you to support it this month. We'll have all the details for it when we come back. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Thursday, June 1st. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Parish business managers will be meeting today starting at 9 o'clock at St. Patrick Parish in Neola. Be a part of the big annual Corpus Christi procession with St. Augustine Parish this Sunday. They begin with bagpipes at 4 o'clock as they process through the neighborhood. Area Knights of Columbus are invited to dress in their regalia and First Communion classes are invited to come in their First Communion attire. Dinner follows the procession in the parish hall. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Dino Storage, 2725 2nd Avenue in Des Moines, offering monthly rentals, indoor climate-controlled storage, and package delivery to your unit. Learn more at dinostorage.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, an authorized independent agent for Walmart Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Iowa, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Learn more at 515-226-2111 or cindyschulte.com. The Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our next guest, author of the book, Pray, Think, Act, Make Better Decisions with the Desert Fathers, Father Augustine Weta. The good news and the bad news is you really can't make a good decision. Either you're going to mess it up or someone else will mess it up for you. The holy, happy, wisest people I've known don't so much make good decisions as just make the best of the bad decisions they've made. The Catholic Morning Show, weekdays at 7, only on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is Father Ken Brigenti. Catholic Radio reaches a vast audience of people. It's an excellent tool of evangelization in the 21st century. So radio is the best way for us to get to know the Lord, and then we can love Him and serve Him and prepare ourselves in this life to be with Him for all eternity. Iowa Catholic Radio is needed now more than ever. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our next guest here to talk about biking for babies. One of our favorites here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Nikki Bees joins me. Hi, Nikki. Hi, good morning. Good morning to you. All right, what's your role here in biking for babies? I'm the executive director. Right. And this is a this is a big deal because I have that right here, by the way. But this is a, a big deal because this thing continues to grow. So do we credit it all to you or who do we credit this to? Oh, absolutely not. Well, God, <laughs> first of all, I mean, this is all divine providence. Great answer, Nikki. <laughs> we have many, many helpers, but our organization was founded in 2009 by Jimmy Becker and Mike Schaefer. Um, Jimmy is our chairman of our board. Still, and um, he actually is lives in the Des Moines area. But we have um, Bishop Jones in on our board as well, and a number of other people from the area who just continue to help this grow. We're now in our 14th year, and um, I mean, truly have accomplished everything we have because of God's divine intervention and providence. And we have raised over one million, or yeah, $1,250,000 for our pregnancy resource centers nice. in our 14 years. I know there are lots of people right now listening that have never heard of Biking for Babies before. Um, how, would you, how would you explain what it is? So Biking for Babies, the main thing that we do is called the National Ride. And we, our mission is to proclaim the dignity of human life by combining cycling with the formation of young adults into missionary disciples of Jesus Christ. Hmm. So we offer a virtual formation program for these young adults to learn how to be pro-life, how to say they are pro-life, how to encounter others and share the beauty of every life. And it starts with their own spirituality, their own relationship with Jesus, and then uh, they experience this incredible week-long adventure ride across the summer. So on two-wheel bicycles, non-motorized, and um, it takes a lot of grit and prayer and to bike at six to 800 miles. And then uh, we raise a lot of money for our Pregnancy Resource Center partners. 
This is um, this is something that I know is is close to the bishop's heart because you have combined both biking and saving uh, being pro-life. So, I mean, how could he not be on your board, right? It, he is a gift. It is wonderful. And he, yes, he loves to bike. Oh, so yes, he, he does. Whenever he can. And he probably leaves you all in the dust, too, doesn't he? He's, he's pretty, he's oh, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, he's in yes. good shape there. Um, you are, um, are you a transplant to Des Moines or have you been in Des Moines? I actually live in Wisconsin. Oh, I thought you were right here in Des Moines. No, not me. I'm oh. one of the ones from out of state. Okay, okay. So now, is this going national here? Are we going to take this thing uh, and continue to grow it like throughout the, the, the country? Or is, is it just still staying in the Midwest when it so, comes to garnering, you know, pulling people in to, to actually do the ride? Yes. So there's two different rides that we offer. The main one where I talk about our young adult missionaries and the virtual formation program, the national ride is just that. It it expanded beyond Mike and Jimmy in the early days were in Illinois and then took it from New Orleans to Champaign and then Chicago, Illinois. Now we have eight routes that go across the country. Uh, Out on the East Coast, we've got two from Ohio to D.C. and then New York to D.C. And then we have six other routes that bike into St. Louis, Missouri. Um, But we also have a local ride opportunity right there in Des Moines as well. So it's both local and national. $1.26 million so far. I mean, that's just a huge Mm -hmm. number to support uh, babies and uh, and continue to... to, um, uh, I don't know, friends, uh, just a, a great cause. How do you uh, suggest people support? Sure. So with our, our local ride opportunity coming up on June 24th, that will support Intervisions Healthcare, Agape Pregnancy Resource Center, and Martha's House of Hope Maternity Home. So those are three of our uh, national partners also who, who receive that advocacy from our missionary and the financial support from our national program. But because we have this local opportunity for people to come and ride, so anybody, doesn't matter how old you are um, or your ability, we've got a five-mile family ride that's free, 22-miler, um, and a 46-miler on the High Trestle Trail. That is, those are $50 tickets each. Those will directly um, support our our life affirming partners in the area. Um, and then, if you don't, if you can't ride in that or don't want to, um, you can also head to bikingforbabies.com/give and donate there. And most of all, we need your prayers as we send all of these riders out to celebrate life and be true visible witnesses of what's needed in response to a crisis. Yeah, the, and and uh, friends, this is a, a great cause because they're they're spreading the love, as you just heard uh, Nikki say. So this is not just something where they just kind of keep the funds. They're constantly um, uh, constantly spreading the love all around. It's awesome. Uh, Nikki, keep up the good work, all right? Thank you so much. All right. That's Nikki B's, everyone. The National Ride, again, July 9th to the 16th. Uh, but Biking for Babies, just Google Biking for Babies and everything will come up. Bikingforbabies.com as well. And you can um, find all the information you need. Just a great, great cause. Coming up on Friday, tomorrow, Father Andrew Winchettel preps us for Sunday Mass. Tom Chapman from the Iowa Catholic Conference joins us for a legislative update. And Kendra Von Esch teases her upcoming series on conquering addictions and bad habits. That'll be coming up all tomorrow on the Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing and pray? We pray for our listeners, for all our priests and religious souls in purgatory, and for the healing of our country. Let us pray the prayer to St. Michael. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, 
cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Mother Mary, pray pray for us. St. Joseph and St. Michael, protect us. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us, protect us all from evil, and bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I am John Linetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water